Hello and welcome to this edition of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast, being recorded in the beautiful home office, Chateau Relaxo, Florida. Tonight, we're talking about hotel hacks and how they can make your travel life a bit easier. Last week, I found myself on a plane for the first time in about four weeks, and I was headed into Newark, New Jersey. Now, the food and the people in the New Jersey area are absolutely wonderful, but there are a few things that just seem to frustrate me to no end. First, I've been coming here two to three times a year for the better part of 15 years, and not once have I ever left the airport and arrived at my hotel, and I stay at the same hotel every visit, using the exact same route. Car service, Uber, Waze, Google Maps, taxi, you name it. And they all seem to have their own preferred way. Same thing happens when I leave the office or the hotel going back to Newark. It's a, it's a new adventure every time I make the journey. And the second thing that really frustrates me is that you can't make a left-hand turn. Ever. I mean, they, they use right turns to go left. I think it's three right turns equals one left turn. They call them jug handles up there. And I call it BS. And the last thing that really grinds my gears, which makes me sound like my dad is that you can't pump your own gas. Seriously. I mean, last week I pulled into the gas station, and there's only one gas station with any close vicinity to the rental lots. Got out of the car, handed handed the attendant my credit card, told him my zip code, and he graciously poured four $3.19 gallons of gas into my rental. Yet roughly a 90-cent surcharge per gallon for some rando to slide my card squeeze the handle, and then flip down the little hangy thing that that holds the handle open while he goes and pumps gas for somebody else. Two solid food stops this trip, both on Passaic Avenue. Lunch was at a place called Boardwalk Pizza, and this is legit New Jersey pizza as it gets. I mean, the slices were nearly the size of my head. I went with just your standard cheese, two slices and a soda, out the door for less than $7, a total lunchtime winner. Dinner was a little bit bigger of a deal. There were about 20 of us. And we ended up dining at a place called Tavern 292. Ended up with our own room due to the size of our crowd. Totally perfect meal. I mean, from the appetizers of the calamari to the uh, to the fried cheese to the raviolis, all the way down to the main course, which consisted of a solid selection of fish, uh, some delicious chicken florentine, and then, of course, salad offerings for those that uh, didn't like to go with the meat. <laughs> the, the accompany wine menu was pretty good. But they did offer several, several local craft beer choices. So if you're ever in the Passaic area, do yourself a favor, stop in. Great little place for dinner. When I travel, I always try to sample some of the local beers. In this trip, I found it in a little, I'd call it a total hipster joint called Magnify. Tucked in this industrial park in between, I think, a Kung Kung Fu or Karate uh, studio is a gin distillery. Yes, it was a hipster's paradise, but the taste of the beer made up for more than the flannel shirts and the epic beards. I went with their Vine Shine IPA, which is always on tap, and I'm an IPA guy. There I go, leaning a little bit towards the hipster side myself. But I think we got out of there for three or four samples for under 15 bucks. Check that place up on Yelp. I'll put a link in the show notes to it. So for the past 18 years or so, I've spent roughly three to four nights each week in hotels, and along the way I picked up A pretty sizable handful of tips and tricks, hacks as some people might call them. Uh, Some are guaranteed to work. Others are going to work on your delivery a little bit. But here's just a quick run through. Hopefully some of them will work for you. 
So before checking in or even making a reservation, one of the very first things I do is if I haven't been there, and I've been traveling the same territory for, like I said, probably 18 years, is get that hotel's location, put it into Google Maps, and then search close by. I mean, what's near this place? You know, if you're a foodie, is there a good restaurant selection? Are you going to have a rental car? Are you going to be dependent on ways to get around? So you want to make sure that there's some some de- decent offerings for whatever you're into. And check on Yelp to see what the rating of the hotel is. You know, you get some honest feedback. Now, when it comes to booking a room, oftentimes the Marriott.com, the Hilton.com, those are all central booking vessels. I mean, you, you can call you can call in online, make a reservation, only to find out that the hotel's booked up. One of the things that I encourage you to do is call the hotel directly. Even if the website says there's no rooms, pick up the phone, dial the digits, and just ask. You never know. They've had a late-night cancellation, last minute. Sometimes they're holding rooms back. But always use that as a good option. Another thing to do is sign up for the hotel loyalty program. Even if you only travel once or twice a year, of course, you're not going to rack up a ton of points that you can really parlay into anything of any value. But often those memberships come with things like free Wi-Fi, free parking, uh, free breakfast. So, you know, some of the additional perks. Again, even if you only travel once or twice a year, it could make the visit a little bit nicer, a little bit more enjoyable. Here's a big one. Canceling a reservation. You know, in the last few years, the hotels have really tightened up on this policy. You know, it used to be that you could call and cancel up to 6 p.m. night of check-in. And over the last four or five years, most of the hotels have kind of reversed that to go back out 24 hours. So if you've got a Wednesday night uh, reservation, you've got to cancel it by Tuesday night. So here's a workaround that I've found. Again, this is one of those ones that you only want to really use in in an emergency. And things happen. You know, somebody gets sick, you've got to go home. Is call the hotel directly and say, look. I'm supposed to be there tonight or tomorrow night, but I've had a change in plans and emergency come up. I've had to reschedule. I'm going to be coming in in two or three weeks. More than likely, they'll change that reservation for you. At that point, wait a day or two, go online, and then cancel the reservation. Always get two room keys. More than likely, one of them is going to flake out on you, especially if it's a multi-night stay. The other thing is when you get those keys, normally they're in a little paper cardboard envelope that has your room number written in it immediately take those keys out of that envelope because by chance if you lose that envelope not only does the person that finds it know the hotel you're staying at they've got a couple of your keys but they also know what room number you're in so just be careful on that and this last one works especially if you can put a little flair to it is ask for the upgrade it happens more than you realize i mean if they're not going to sell the room and you're checking it at seven or eight o'clock at night just nicely ask say hey i've had a rough travel day I'm sure you've been in that position. Any chance you've got any upgrades? See what happens. So once you're in your room, there's a whole bunch of things that you can do to make your stay a little bit better. By chance, you've left your charging cable at home for your phone or tablet, or maybe you left it in the room the night before somewhere in another state. Go downstairs, ask for the lost and found, and more than likely, the desk clerk's going to pull out a giant box that's got every kind of cable, adapter, and whatnot in it. Ask if you can borrow one. Just make sure you return it in the morning. Check the alarm clock. You don't realize how many times somebody set an alarm for 5 a.m. They've woken up, shut the alarm off, but didn't disable it. I mean, most of us are using our our phones nowadays to, to wake up, but you never know. You may have somebody that's a tough sleeper, and they've set that alarm clock. So to ease the heart attack at 5, 5.30 in the morning, check that alarm clock. Same thing with the shower plunger. 
I actually got popped by this one traveling with family this week. When you go into the shower, make sure that shower plunger is down before you turn the water on because if not, you're going to get a back of the neck full of ice cold water. Speaking of water, oftentimes hotels will charge you for water, but more than likely the hotel gym will have one of those big five-gallon uh, water dispensers down in the, the fitness center area. Take your bottle, go down there and fill it up. That's an easy one. I've got a buddy that swears by this. He's got really bad allergies. He takes a little Lysol bottle with him, and he'll actually pull the air conditioning filters out of every single room and Lysol the, uh, the air conditioner filter. I have a really hard time in the winter with heat. My sinuses dry out really, really bad. And so what I found is I'll take a towel or a wet hand towel and drape it over the luggage rack in front of the AC intake. And it kind of acts as a poor man's humidifier. It'll pull in that moist air and kind of put it back out into the room. Definitely has made a, a difference for me over the years. TV remotes, if you didn't know, are probably the filthiest thing that you can find in a hotel room. Do yourself a favor, bring a sandwich bag and kind of make that into your TV remote condom. Here's one I'm sure everybody knows about. You want a really dark room, take one of the coat hangers out of the closet, pull the drapes, and pin the drapes together. If you're a workout guy like me and you like to get in a good workout, some of the fitness centers at hotels can be pretty well equipped. Other ones can be a bit on the sketchy side. Run down to the front desk. You never know. They may have a relationship uh, with one of the local hotel, one of the local fitness centers, and we may get in there for a free workout or a reduced I know that there's a hotel, a Hampton Inn in Boca on Yamada Road that allows you to work out at the Boca Fitness Center, which is probably a $25 guest fee if you wanted to do it on your own and let you work out for free. Just like charger cables, outlets can be in short supply, especially near the bed. You know, more than likely there's one outlet behind the nightstand, which is usually occupied by the lamp and the alarm clock. And more than likely, there's going to be possibly one outlet on the base of the lamp. But if you're somebody like me that travels with a CPAP and you still need something to, uh, to charge your phones with and you want your phone by the bed, etc., etc., go online, go to Amazon. They're about five bucks. It's one of those converters that takes a one outlet and turns it into three. Again, they're small, they're lightweight. It's well worth the five bucks. If you're somebody that has to have the room super cold, you may have found out that along the way that the thermostat sometimes will only drop down to 67 or 68 degrees. You can actually go on YouTube and type in hacking hotel thermostats, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes. And oftentimes by holding down a combination of buttons, you can override that governor and drop that room down to 64, 65. Another no-brainer, hotel booze is expensive. Uh, I, spot, I spent $7 on a beer last week, and I've been with guys where we split a six-pack, and it was in excess of $42, $43. So bring your own. You know, that's a, pretty much a no-brainer. Oftentimes, there is a fridge in the room. If there's not, I stayed at a Doubletree last week in Newark, and there was no fridge. Is I ended up filling up the trash can with ice and just dumping four or five beers in there, and that got me through the, the, the night. If you forget your bottle opener, I'm a professional. I always have one or two bottle openers with me. You can wedge the cap of a beer bottle under the handle on the dresser. And more times than not, that will act as a good uh, pressure point and be able to pop that lid off. Better yet, throw a $1 bottle, bottle opener into your suitcase and you won't have to worry about it. I've talked about it before. I'm not a huge fan of room service. Don't know why, other than it's really expensive. Uber Eats works 99% of the places that I travel. 
uh, and I can actually, you know, kind of tailor what I'm hungry for. Again, if I want tacos and pizza, I can actually do it that way. Years ago, when the kids were small, we actually took a crock pot with us, and we would start in the morning before we went out on our adventures, put a couple of chicken breasts in there and some veggies, and let the crock pot do its work all day. Uh, if you're, again, traveling with kids and you don't have a table for them to sit at, the ironing board makes a great adjustable table for kids. I normally travel with a fire stick so that I can plug into the back of a TV and watch my own Netflix or my own Hulu when I'm traveling. Speaking of the TV, if you need a place to charge, most TVs have a USB slot on the back where you can plug your phone or your tablet in and charge it that way. We talked about sandwich bags earlier for a TV remote condom. Doggy poop bags are also a great thing to take with you. You can buy a roll of them from next to nothing on Amazon. But they're great for hauling wet clothes, wet bathing suits, shells. I actually use mine for hauling change back towards the end of the week. I normally have a handful of change. I'll just throw out one of those bags, put it in the pocket of my uh, suitcase. When it comes to my hotel room, I only use paper drinking cups. I do not use a glass cup. I'm not a germaphobe, but it's too easy for the guy that had the room before me to do God knows what to that glass. And if the cleaning lady thinks that it's never been touched, more than likely it's going to sit there. And I'll post this video. It ran around a few years ago at one of the hotels. They were using the same rag to wipe down the toilet as they were to wipe down glassware in the hotel room. Another never-never, never place your suitcase on the bed in case there's bed bugs. Now, in all my years of traveling, I've never had a problem with bed bugs. But by chance, if there is, and you throw your suitcase on the bed, well, you've just made a, uh, a nice little transport to bring those bed bugs back to your house. The last little area is the breakfast area. I'm a Hampton guy. I think I have one of the best value breakfasts. Hilton Garden Inn is a close runner-up. Uh, they offer a really nice uh, made-to-order breakfast. If you ever notice, they have the juice machine that has the apple juice and the cranberry juice and the passion fruit. And my running joke to all the guys I work with is, you know when I've made it is when I buy one of those juice dispensers for my house. But they give you those goofy little juice cups that hold about three or four ounces of juice. Walk over to the coffee station, grab you an eight-ounce cup, and fill it up with juice. If you're one of those guys that want softened butter with your toast, take that little foil package and lay it on top of the toaster while your bagel or toast is, uh, is getting ready, and more than likely it'll soften it up enough so it's easy to spread. And one other tip, if you stay at Hampton Inns, they always have a grab-to-go bag. So on your way out, grab one of those bags. They usually contain a bottle of water, a breakfast bar, a piece of, uh, we call it punky fruit. Usually it's a red delicious apple that's seen better days. But, you know, it may be one of those things that you need to kind of get you through a mid-morning snack. So there's just some of the tips that I've picked up over the years. Feel free to add your own. You can put it in the comments or send me a voice message through the Anchor app. Thanks for listening. Have a great day and safe travels. Hey, wait a second. Don't go. Make sure you check out all the blogs over at HypeAmerica.com. From food to travel to just general life humor, we cover all the topics. Thanks again.